Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, presented by Game On Wisconsin. Jamal Williams, I consider him a friend. It's not a rivalry if the other team doesn't win. Now, in the Game On Wisconsin studios, here's your host, Jacob Westendorf. February 9th, 2022. Welcome, everybody, to the Pick 6 Podcast. I am your host. I am Jacob Westendorf and want to thank all of our sponsors for being with us all season long. It is the week of the Super Bowl. And for another year, the Packers are not playing in it. So I'm trying to find people who care about it. Everybody cares about the Super Bowl to some degree, but I found someone who might care a little more than your average Green Bay Packers fan. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the show, I'm your host. I'm Jacob Westendorf, but I am joined by someone much better, the host of the Tailgate with Kate podcast. Kate, without a last name, because she doesn't need you weirdos coming to find her, except for me. Um, Kate, my understanding at one point is your last name was going to be Westendorf, but then you told me to go away. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's true. It's true. I'm sorry about that, but it's okay. My heart just mended itself. Um, and then, and then you barged back into this show and everything, but, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Like I said, it is Super Bowl week. Uh, we are recording this on Monday. So if something breaks on Tuesday, forgive me. But that's the way that it's going to happen. Thankfully, we did have the news that I was hoping to break today did. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But the first thing I want to talk about is your newest creation. And Kate, that is your Tailgate with Kate podcast. I've had the uh, pleasure of being a guest on that show a couple of weeks uh, while after the wild card weekend. So right before the Packers played the Niners. Yes. So I'm choosing to blame your show for Packers piss poor performance in the divisional round. But just kind of tell me how that got started, what the goal of that podcast is, and what we can expect if I am, in fact, going to tune in. Yeah, um, I I don't really know why I started. I wanted to start a podcast for a long time um, because uh, I have a lot of things to say, I guess. I don't don't know if they're worthwhile things to say, but I talk a lot. So I wanted to start one for a long time, but I didn't know kind of what I wanted to do with it. Uh, And then someone suggested, and this was kind of along the lines of what I was thinking, but someone suggested like, oh, bring on, you know, a bunch of people that you interact with and just kind of talk about current events that are happening in sports, uh, not just football and not just Packers and uh, not just Wisconsin sports. So um, the goal is to bring people on that can talk about current events. And that goes deeper than just like new hires or trades or who's winning what Um, I'm. I want to delve into things like um, some of the allegations that are going on in some of the leagues or um, some of the systemic racism that's coming up uh, in the league in the NFL right now with coaching and uh, delve into things a little bit deeper than just surface level. Um, So that's what you can expect. And I've had a couple great guests and episodes and it'll be based on football and basketball, hockey and baseball once we eventually get it back. If we get it yeah. back, I am praying 
every single day because I'm looking forward to opening day uh, 2022 where Trevor's story is throwing out guys from shortstop at Yankee Stadium to Freddie Freeman at first base. Something, Aren't you a Freeman fan as well? Uh, no, or did I make that up in my head? No, you didn't really make it up. I was, a uh, I was rooting for the Braves to win, um, when they were in the world series. So, uh, I'm not really a Braves fan. I don't really care. Um, I just wanted them to win that particularly year. So it'll change, but yeah. Who wants the Astros to win at any point, but yeah, check that out. It's on Spotify and anywhere you can find podcasts. Again, it's called tailgate with Kate. It's been a lot of fun. Like I said, I got to do it. I know Jamie, no last name was on there. Dakota Mitchell, who I want to give a shout out to. And now is a really good time to remind you guys, Dakota created a t-shirt uh, for me. It's a memorial for my late father. hundred uh, percent of those proceeds go towards the local baseball diamond that my dad worked at for 15 years uh, while he was still here with us. So uh, Kate, you bought one. I got mine as well. So I don't think there's any excuse for anybody listening to this podcast to not go get one. If you guys do not want a t-shirt, I completely understand that. Uh, shoot me a message. If you don't want a t-shirt and still want to donate, uh, you guys can find a way to do that with me and we'll be able to do that. But myself, Dakota, Jamie, who else have you had? I know there's been a couple other episodes. I'm missing one. Um, I had Todd on. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, it, it was worth forgetting. It's fine. Um, and then last week, well, it was a special episode that I released on Saturday. Uh, I had Alex Green on, um, who is a former Packers player. Uh, he also played for the New York Jets, uh, but he was on and I released that on Saturday. So uh, the link is also on my Twitter. Uh, it is at tailkate. Uh, T-A-I-L-K-A-T-E. It's on Spotify and Apple. Um, I'm working on getting other other platforms, but that's where we're at right now. Well, and you'll like it because Kay Adams liked it. So if Kay Adams likes yeah. it, then the rest of you need to fall in line. <laughs> so check that out. And I can't believe I forgot the Alex Green episode. I listened to that and was blown away. What a great story. Um, a sad one at the same time, obviously, but a great story of recovery and everything that Alex has been able to get through here in the last couple of months. So really thrilled you were able to do that. But again, check it out. It's at tailkate. And again, like I said, Kay Adams likes it. So you should as well and listen to it every week. You'll get a little bit of everything um, that you guys want, sports and otherwise. Um, so hopefully Kate here was able to get our, our baseball vibes back in so we can have opening day before May 1st. That's my hope at this point because I got a feeling spring training is torched. That's not going to happen. So well, at least not on time like it was supposed to. Right. Something that will happen on time, Super Bowl Sunday. And a bit of a surprise, uh, the Rams, maybe not. Uh, I think if you went into the playoffs, the Rams were probably on your short list of teams that you thought could go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. Uh, the AFC, I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals were on that list. So what a run for, for both of these teams. The Bengals have gone through. They beat the Raiders at home. It was their first playoff win in 30 years. Then they beat the Titans in a game. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. I still can't believe that actually happened. And then they go into Arrowhead and erase a 21-3 deficit and beat the Kansas City Chiefs, who are the closest thing to a dynasty that we currently have. And it's not actually a dynasty because you have to win more than one Super Bowl to be that, but it's the closest thing that we have to that in the modern NFL. I'm thoroughly impressed with what – the Bengals were able to do. And then the Rams, of course, they beat the Cardinals in super wild card weekend on that Monday night game. And everyone kind of just was like, okay, whatever. They retired Tom Brady. And 
then beat the 49ers at home in an NFC championship game after the Packers gagged away a chance to host that uh, NFC title game, which would have been against the team they had already beaten. And Kate, since you are here, mm-hmm. I owe some apologies mm-hmm. and I have waited. I told people I was going to give them at some point, <laughs> but I have waited until I got you in the room to do that. So Matthew Stafford, I have been of the belief that a team could not get to the Super Bowl if you were a quarterback. Now, I will add in that if Chikwaski Tart can catch an arm punt that you threw on Sunday, that maybe you wouldn't be in this position, but you are. And you're in with a really good team, and your team is favored to win a championship. So, Matthew Stafford, I owe you a couple of apologies, but I will rescind my offer to delete my Twitter account if you and Odell Beckham are holding up a trophy on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So I say all that, Kate, to ask simply, you know, what are you looking for on Sunday in the Super Bowl other than two very, very good looking quarterbacks? Um, and I mean that off the field and on it. Um, but who do you think wins and what do you think is the biggest key for that team to win? Well, I tried to look at, at this completely unbiased because I believe with my whole heart that Matthew Stafford deserves a Super Bowl. And not that I don't think that the entire Bengals team uh, doesn't deserve that. I think they do. I think they had a great season and the turnaround that they had is incredible. And Burrow is obviously a very talented quarterback. Um, But I still think the Rams take it. And the reason I think the Rams take it goes back to that game where Burrow was sacked nine times. I just don't think that his offensive line can hold up against the Rams defense the way they need to. And I feel like both of the teams are very heavy on offense and you have two really talented quarterbacks. Um, And I just don't think that the Bengals can get past the Rams defense because I think their defense is just slightly better um, than that offensive line. And I, I think that'll be the key if they can they can do that and Matthew Stafford cannot do something stupid with 20 seconds left in the game. I think that um I think that they can do it. And I I hope that's the case. I will be uh just as happy if Cincinnati wins it. Uh maybe not just as happy, but very close because they also deserve it. Um I do think that Burrow has time, so I would be sad um, for them to win right now, um, because Stafford doesn't have that amount of time. And also the Rams don't, the Rams are, uh, trying to do a lot, uh, with this year, uh, because they don't have that first round pick until what was it? 24. Um, it's a long give, time. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a long time. And they gave up a lot, um, to get what they have. And the guys that they have are also kind of, you know, working on borrowed time a little bit. So uh, I don't know the extent of any of their contracts or what those look like. Cause I, I have not delved that deep into it, but those guys aren't going to be there forever either. So I feel like they'll lose a lot of those guys before they can get a first round pick. So I think what we're going to see is a, a down year or two with the Rams. And so I think they need to get in and, and win it while they can. Yeah, they certainly could. Um, you know, the thing about having more time is obviously a, a thing that's kind of at the forefront of what some people have talked about because Burroughs in his second year, Jamar Chase is a rookie, T. Higgins mm-hmm. is a second year player, like all of those guys. And I understand that. What I would advise Bengals fans, if there are any listening to this show, is to keep in mind they said the same thing about Dan Marino 
And then Marino never got back to a Super Bowl after they got blown out by the 49ers. So I know that is what they'll probably say is we have time to win more if they are not able to win on Sunday. Uh, and the Rams, you're right. They are kind of working on on borrowed time. Their best players are a little bit older. Matthew Stafford's 33. Jalen Ramsey's young, but he's expensive. Aaron Donald is younger, but and he's the best defensive player in the sport. Uh, Von Miller obviously is kind of a, a last run type of player. I mean, they have some pieces. The Rams could very and the NFC next year, as of February, looks like. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch, and we'll get into this a little bit with the Aaron Rodgers topic that feels obligatory for any show that we do from mm. now until <laughs> whenever he decides what he's doing. If you look at the AFC next year, it's Pat Mahomes, it's Joe Burrow, it's Justin Herbert. It's Josh Allen. It's Lamar Jackson. And on the mm-hmm. NFC side of things, okay, so Matthew Stafford's in the Super Bowl, but Tom Brady retired, and there's a lot of question marks after that. So the Rams have that opportunity to potentially be a not as good of a team, but still able to potentially get back here. I like the Bengals, though. Um, I, I appreciate what you said about the the pass rush. Obviously, Aaron Donald and Von Miller, I think, could cause fits. But Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry and all those dudes for the Titans did, and the Bengals still won. And I don't know how. I'm a very big believer. You have to protect your quarterback and the Bengals haven't, and they've still been able yeah. to do things. Um, I am very excited for the Jamar chase versus Jalen Ramsey portion of this battle as well. I do think the Rams are more talented on paper, but the Bengals, the last two teams they've played have been more talented on paper and it just hasn't mattered. And they're on the road again. It just almost feels like a team of destiny sort of thing. And maybe Joe Burrow cementing himself as the next great all-time great type of quarterback. And I don't want to throw that on him too early, but he is very talented. He's cool under pressure. He's very good. And obviously so is Matthew Stafford and the, and that Rams group that they have over there as well. I think the Rams have an advantage on the coaching side of things. Cause I, <laughs> Zach Taylor, I was commenting after the AFC championship game. Is he the worst coach to start coaching in a super bowl at any point? And we went through names like, Jim Caldwell and Gary Kubiak and people of that ilk. And that's kind of where I have Zach Taylor ranked. Um, but McVay's had coaching advantages in, in other games and they haven't won those. So it's going to be fun. I think we can all say very safely that we feel really good about the fact that this Super Bowl does not include Tom Brady and mm-hmm. God bless Tom Brady and his retirements. Um, you know, I know that basically all of us hate you because you were as good as you were but we were all sick of you at the same point. So wish you the best in your retirement and please don't ever, ever come back. Speaking of guys that could be coming back, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the report from Sunday from Jeremy Fowler is that quote, everyone is on the same page. Rogers has talked about pieces. He likes pieces. He doesn't like uh, how they want to do things going forward. Everything the Packers have said is they're committed to him in 2021 and beyond to the point where what I've said is anybody rooting for them to trade him that is a Packers fan or otherwise? It almost feels like a moot exercise at this point because the Packers clearly want him. It's just a matter of does he want them? And based on everything that's kind of happened this season, the things he said, and even the way things ended, I can't imagine that he wants that to be his lasting impression in Green Bay and in the NFL. Like, I don't think he's going to retire. And I don't think that he's going to want to go elsewhere knowing that his last game in Green Bay was just an absolute stinker. My thing about it is I'm over it. I hope he makes, he's going to be available for a zoom press conference. If he wins an MVP this weekend, which I suspect he will, I hope he just says, yep, I'm coming back. I'd like to negotiate an extension and work from there. Or he says, no, I want out of here. And then they work on a trade, you know, whatever it is. 
I'm just over it. Uh, after last off season, the drama, I got to a point, I think it was when he did the match with against Tom Brady with those two golfers mm-hmm. where he was saying like, Oh, you know, I'll worry about this. I was kind of like show up or don't at this point. Like, I really don't care. And obviously I wanted him to be there because that was green Bay's best chance to win all that good stuff. But that's where I'm at. I'm over it. Um, I think he's coming back, but at this point, like, I'm just, I really hope we're not in for another off season of Willie Woney. And what I'm most thankful for is if he does come back, that it'll be under a new contract to where every time he smiles at another coach, we're not talking about him getting traded to that team elsewhere. Cause I got over that very quickly during the course of the season, but where are you at with it? Do you think he comes back? And I don't want to say, do you care, but you know, are you over, <laughs> uh, over the drama as well? Yeah. Well, I was over it last year, like, and I just knew that it would continue this year. So I've been over it, but I do think, um, the idea of him retiring is off the table in my opinion. Uh, one, I don't think he would retire the same year as Tom Brady. I also don't think, and that sounds petty, but I think he's petty. Like, I think he's petty enough to, to tough it out one more year, even if he didn't want to just to not do that. Um, I also, uh, I don't think he would want to go out after that game, that last game. So I think the only options are stay or be traded. And the same thing I said last year, there is no place that that man could go that would be mutually beneficial to the team or, and to him. Like, I just don't see it happening. Um, So I've kind of written off everything until he says otherwise. Um, The teams that need a quarterback, he wouldn't want to go to. The teams that he would want to go to don't need a quarterback. So to me, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I do care, but I don't, uh, like you, like I just want a decision made. I am a Packers fan, ride or die. So I don't care if he's the quarterback or not. Uh, if it's love, great. If it's some new dude, great. Like I, I don't care. I'm a Packers fan. Um, but I would like to know sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm with you there. So let me go back to when Favre was the guy. Um, now, your football fandom started a little bit later, if memory mm-hmm. serves. Yeah. Um, but I remember very vividly, Brett Favre was my childhood hero. And everybody like around me would ask, like, if he goes somewhere else, are you going to go with him? My symbolic nature was I bought an Aaron Rodgers jersey okay. the day they traded Brett Favre to the Jets. And that was mine. I root for the Jersey. I don't root for the name on the back of it. Now, regardless of what I feel about Jordan love, that's how I'll be this way as well. They could trade Aaron Rodgers wherever I'm not rooting for him. I'm not a Broncos fan or a fan of whatever team it's the Packers. So was that the same sort of way with whether it was you or some of the family around you? Like, did you guys have any conflict or anything like that when they traded Favre? I honestly don't remember that well. Cause that was what year was that? That was 2008. Okay, so I was about to graduate high school. I'm, like, trying to relate it to my life here because I don't remember a lot of it. I know my grandpa – so he's been a Packers fan his whole life. Um, And he talked about it, but I don't remember a lot of it. Like, so he must not have talked about it enough. So Um, you didn't suffer through the summer of Favre. God bless you. That is is incredible and so much better for your mental well-being. So – Good yeah. for you on that. That's incredible. I am uh, envious because I remember sitting and watching that. This was kind of before Twitter. So we're literally just sitting watching Sports Center, waiting for Ed Werder and all these guys sitting outside of 
of Favre's house. And like, we were joking, like there was an old commercial that came out eventually, like the one if by land, two if by sea thing from Paul Revere. One man was coming back, too many was retiring. It was it was wild, unlike anything else. And hopefully Roger said he would make a decision quickly. So we're not yeah. looking into that. But I am over the the rumors that come with everything, like these people that have an alleged source that said, Oh, he bought a home in Tennessee. So maybe he's interested in playing for the Titans. And then my other favorite thing that comes with it is when somebody says, oh, here's a new potential suitor. And then I put out a trade of what it might cost to get Aaron Rodgers. And they're like, well, I'm not doing that. It's like, well, then you're not getting Aaron Rodgers. Like, you don't get to trade Aaron. This isn't a dig on Matthew Stafford, even if it's going to sound like one. But Matthew Stafford (laughs) got two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a quarterback. A bad one, but a quarterback. Matthew Stafford has zero MVPs, doesn't have the accolades that Aaron Rodgers had. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the back-to-back league MVP. That's going to cost a lot more than what that is. I'm not saying it's going to cost them 10 first round picks, but it'll be at least three and then players or player, maybe a young guy. I don't know, but it's not going to be, you're not getting Aaron Rodgers for 50 cents on the dollar, but this is not just an Aaron Rodgers show because the Packers have more things about them than just Aaron Rodgers. So let me go to the next thing. And that is the news that I said I was hoping would break today since I knew we were recording. And that is Rich Bisaccia the former interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, is now the new Packers special teams coordinator. Now, Mo Drayton getting fired was one of the easiest things to forecast in the history of professional sports. What they were going to do after the fact is what remained a little bit uh, foggy, so to speak. Bisaccia comes highly respected. He's done well in the past. And that was my thing was I wanted somebody that had done well in the past so that if Green Bay special teams weren't good, you could say, well, the coach has been good in the past. So it's clearly something else. And you can finally Mm -hmm. solve that problem instead of, if you go through the guys they've had, Sean Slocum, Ron Zook, Sean Menenga, now Mo Drayton, like it was young, not young, but guys that didn't have a track record and guys that didn't cost a lot of money. And I'm guessing that they paid Bisaccia a pretty penny to come in considering he was highly sought after and he's from outside of the organization. My question to you is, is that enough to fix this unit or what else would you like to see them do to make sure that they don't lose us a, a game because they have a blocked punt and 10 players on the field for the final field goal of the game uh, of the season, excuse me, of the season. <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a football special teams expert, but I will say that what that man did in Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland. Um, What he did in Las Vegas with that team after everything that they had been through uh, deserves some credit. And so if he can do that with the Raiders um, and get them to a a playoff team, then I have the most faith in the man because I think that says a lot. Um, I think that whatever he did, Uh, will align nicely with what seems to be uh, the morale of the Packers and the uh, way that Matt LaFleur is guiding the team. Uh, And I I honestly do think that'll be enough. But the key there is that we have to have all of, I don't want to say all the same pieces, but similar pieces to what we had this year. So the the special teams unit was 100% no questions asked our downfall of the season. Almost everything that happened 
um, that didn't go how we wanted to could probably be pointed back to that at some point. And so I think that if we can keep uh, the defense up to the standard that they played at this year, uh, whether that means, um, you know, keeping certain guys over others or, or whatever that looks like, uh, if the defense can keep playing like that and we can, we still have Aaron Rodgers and we can uh, get some receivers in there because who knows with Adams. Um, but if we can keep some good receivers in there, then yeah, I think we'll be back at the same uh position as we were this year um hopefully back to the championship game and hopefully winning that game and getting to the super bowl yeah that would that would very much be appreciated uh so you were talking about some of the roster this isn't a uh segment for the show but i did talk about this last week with my brother and i've asked this question with bits and pieces here there i did this with paul brettel for pack a day as well devondre campbell rasul douglas both great players that for Green Bay this past season. You can only keep one, three words or less. Which one are you keeping? It's not a word either. So you can... <laughs> this is exactly what Brian Gutekunst is doing in his office right now, by the way. Clenching, oh, 100%. Uh... Exactly. Oh, man. I know you're a Douglas fan. I'm sticking with Campbell. Oh, I love Dre too. So I mean, I know, don't get I know. me wrong. I'm, I'm picking Douglas just for positional value, but if they pick Dre, something that in general kind of bugs me about Twitter general managers is how everybody is kind of like, Oh man, like when they signed Aaron Jones last year, it's like, Oh man, I wouldn't have paid him. It's like, well, neither would I, but I also don't care. Like it's not my money. They're the ones who have to manage the salary cap. As long as it doesn't cost them Jair Alexander or somebody like that. Right. BFD. Like, let's do that and let's move on. So in a perfect world, I am in Madden. I turn off the salary cap and I sign both of them. Unfortunately, not an option for Gutekunst and Russ Ball and company. But I did want to get to that part here. Sunday's the last football game of the season. Tears. What are some survival tips you have for our friends and fans here on how to get through that offseason? Because last year was painful for everybody for a bunch of different reasons. But... How do you get through? What are some non-football related survival tips that you have for everybody as we're trying to get through here? Uh, Get into other sports. So I'm heavy into hockey. So as soon as football is done, I switch right over to hockey. And I do like, um, you know, basketball is going at the same time, but hockey is my number one, even over football. So um, get into other sports. If you're a sports person, uh, what else do I do? That's pretty, I literally just do sports. (laughs) Maybe yeah. get a dog. I don't know. I have one of those and there's certainly plenty of that. I have a two-year-old that runs around my house as well. So I got plenty of that as well, but yeah, I'm into other sports, um, basketball, college basketball. I don't really get into them until football season's over. Like last night I watched the Mavericks and the Hawks play each other. That's probably the first NBA game I've watched from start to finish this year. Some of that has to do with the fact that the Mavericks piss me off, but you know, that just is what it is. Uh, if you're a Bucks fan, obviously they're a little bit more fun to watch and they will be a title contender. So that'll be something to look forward to. College hoops is always fun. I'm a Wisconsin basketball fan, but like, I like all of it. So I'll be able to watch the tournament when that hits. And then I'm so excited for March madness. So excited. Might, when does next hockey season start October? I know they screwed up the can. They screwed up the calendar with me when they had the lockout and then the COVID years and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. So COVID kind of messed it up because it was delayed, so they didn't start, um, and then they just shortened it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they didn't extend it or anything, but the actual hockey season starts the first week of October, either first or second week of October. Okay. So I am giving this out to everybody. I don't have a favorite hockey team. So I'm going to try the hockey thing again next October. But you have between now and then to recruit me to be a fan of your team. However, uh, Chicago Blackhawk fans need not apply. <laughs> That's all I've got on. So I will not be a Blackhawks fan. That is it as far as I can. Oh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are a no. Um, I will not root for a team that has Sidney Crosby on it. Thank you. I don't even I don't even know hockey, and I know I hate that guy. Yep. Uh, so fans of the 28 other teams in the league, feel free. Slide in the DMs. Tell me why I should be a fan of, of your favorite team, and I take recruiting pitches of anything that is up to and including cash bribes. So whatever it is that you guys need. But I'm going to try the hockey thing because I feel like it's something that I'm missing because there's so many Packer fans that are also hockey fans. So I feel like I'm just kind of like missing out when when the Stanley Cup playoffs are going. And, and I like the NBA playoffs, but they're too long. And the NHL playoffs from a competitive standpoint are more interesting. Like the 1-4 matchup in the second round for the NHL is far more interesting than the 1-4 matchup in the NBA for the most part. So I'm trying it's up to you guys to recruit me to who your favorite team is and who, why I should be a fan of that team. So again, no Pittsburgh Penguins, no Chicago Blackhawks, but other than that, we're good. And if you're a Bruins fan, I'll be honest, just mass holes and everything that applies when it comes to a Boston sports fan, that's going to be tough too, but I'm open to it. But that's yeah. My non-sports survival tip is kind of the same as yours. Find more sports and, and get into those. And then by the time you're done, like by the time, the NBA finals and the Stanley cup are done. You only have a few weeks until training camp starts. And if you're into baseball, like I am, then you just kind of have that entire month to watch baseball. Final topic. You're giving me a weird look. You got something to say before we go there. Well, I was just going to give another tip. It is football related though. But the good thing about the Packers is they do so much stuff in the off season. Mm -hmm. uh, and also the schedule releases very quickly after the season. And I'll be planning all of uh, the tailgate tailgates. So we can do that in the off season if you're refusing to get into other sports. Yeah, that would be fun too. And I know April, uh, it's usually right around the draft is when they release the schedule. And I have my eye on a few games in particular, both at home and on the road. I know they go to Philly this year. So if that's something I could make happen, I would love to be able to go watch them play in Philadelphia. But that's another topic for a different day. So my final topic, I heard this on locked on Packers and I loved it. Uh, it says, poof, I'm a genie. So I'm not going to do the, I dream of genie thing, but you can, you know, you can kind of just pretend that I did, <laughs> but I'm giving you three wishes. One is just regular football related. The other two are Packers related. So what are your three wishes that I gave you on that? Do they have to be like very football related or like loosely is fine. Okay. Um, my non-Packers related is for Matthew Stafford to win the Super Bowl. Never mind. Because... I'm editing that out. Wish it <laughs> out. <laughs> because he deserves it. And he needs a ring. And I need a picture of him holding up the Lombardi trophy. Because... Kelly Stafford gave him a ring. He has one. He doesn't need another one. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, Kelly Stafford. That's a really, really painful point. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, so Matthew Stafford gets the championship. And then when I edit yep. this out, what are your other two wishes? <laughs> uh, okay, Packers related. Um, 
obviously, well, God, this and this is, is oh, I got to say, this is going from now forward. So you can't change history. You can't say that, oh, they would have won Super Bowl 32 or okay. that Brandon Bostic catches an onside kick, something like that. So from now forward. From now forward. Uh, I think one of them would be that Jordan Love is another Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay. I'm not saying whether I think he will be or not, just that he is. Because, one, that would be cool. Uh, Two, so many people would be so mad, and I'm here for it. Um, God, this is hard. I don't like this game. Um, and you sent these to me in advance and I still don't know. Um, the easy choice is to win a Super Bowl, but okay. That, um, they find a way to get that figure out the salary cap and they can keep Adams and Rogers because I, I don't foresee that happening, but I want them to stay together really bad. Yeah, that is a, I mean, take what Rodgers and Nelson had, and uh, I love Jordy, but Adams is in, not infinitely, but he's more talented than yeah. Jordy was. And that's, there are things that they do like once a game where I just like shake my head and I'm like, that's not normal. Um, so my three wishes were, my football related one was that Jim Harbaugh would give the Vikings the middle finger. And regardless of what the reports say, that is what I'm going with that happened. I'm very, very thankful he didn't end up in Minnesota. Uh, one, for my college football fan and purposes, too, because I think he's a really good football coach and that would have helped Minnesota, uh, whereas I'm not sure. I would have been sure that Harbaugh would have helped fix the Vikings. I'm not sure if O'Connell from the Rams will because uh, it's just because he's never done it before. Harbaugh is the fifth winningest coach from win percentage in the history of the NFL on a list of guys like Vince Lombardi, just for comparison's sake. My other one was about Jordan Love. I said that Jordan Love would be good, and that's because I was ready to trade Aaron Rodgers after the uh, last game of the season this year. I just said it was time to move on, rip off the Band-Aid, whatever euphemism you guys want to use in that case. So I said that. And then I said the other one was that Matt LaFleur lives by his alleged philosophy of all gas, no brakes, because I can't tell you how many times that I heard this season about them taking their foot off the gas or playing against the clock or just having games that were closer than they should have been instead of it's okay when it's 24 to 14 to make the score 31 to 14 instead of pulling five minutes off the clock, kicking a field goal that's inevitably blocked because the special teams unit's a tire fire and moving that direction. So I'm interested that the Adams and Rogers thing is interesting because I've been of the belief that those two are connected in terms of Green Bay. If Rogers says he wants to leave, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Adams ends up in just say Denver, just to throw a team name out there. But I think if they're in Green Bay, both of them, if Rodgers is in Green Bay, I think Adams will be. If Rodgers isn't in Green Bay, I think they'll be on separate teams. So whatever that means. But that'll be interesting to see. She's Kate. She doesn't have a last name. Like I said at the top of the show, it was going to be Westendorf, but she broke my heart like uh, so many others before. And maybe I should retire that joke. There's There's been too many of those at this point. Yeah, but I don't I'm, feel special anymore. So, Well, you know, if you had – made me special and, and actually gone through with everything, then maybe you could have felt special, but this is where we're at. Um, you could check out her podcast. It's tailgate with Kate. Sometimes the episodes come out on a given day. Sometimes she has a surprise episode here or there up her. They're always Who's, Wednesday. They're always Wednesday. And you Except will have uh, one of my guys this week, right? You have Monty. 
Uh, yes, that hasn't been announced yet, but yeah. Oh, well, it just was. So I apologize. I didn't realize that was a thing. So you can tweet. No, this, no, actually this doesn't come out till Wednesday. So you'll be fine. I'm sorry. That's next week. So, okay. yeah, this week is actually Peter Bukowski. Oh, he sucks. But <laughs> well, he says the same about you. So yeah, that's works Peter's out well. my homie. So we have a really <laughs> good relationship. If you guys can't tell based on this, but yeah, check out her episodes. You can follow her on Twitter at co girl W I world, which I think is hilarious. And that's kind of how I always knew you at the beginning uh, before we became better friends that like we are now during the season, check out her tailgates. I have not been to one yet, but I plan on breaking that spell next year. And I promise you they are awesome because if she's there, then it's fun. That's just the rules. I don't make them. I just enforce them. You can follow me. I'm at Jacob Westdorf. If you could check this out all off season long, I'll be releasing on Wednesdays. Like I have been, um, the gold zone is also something that I host at seven o'clock on Wednesdays. It's actually tonight with Jacob Morley and Kent Swanson. We'll be talking about draft quarterbacks, uh, and just kind of going through the entire draft class week to week. I've got some really cool guests lined up for you guys as well. If you have anybody that you want us to try and get, we could certainly attempt that Aiden Hutchinson. I'm looking at you. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to everything we got going on this off season. You can find all that at game on WI on Twitter. And if you go on my page, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you can find my dad's t-shirt. If you don't want a t-shirt, but still want to donate, shoot me a message and we will be able to do that until then I'm signing off until next time. Thank you guys for listening and for you, pop.